you know, Nathan, we uh, we're chasing five deals really hard and <laughs> we, we get we get zero of those. It's a very different year than if we get all five. If you if you get zero, what's I mean, we break a million this year without, oh, yeah. without any of those five. Yeah, we had 100 percent renewals this year. Um, so we were over a million just on renewals that uh, that we carried in. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like... Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Luther Birdzell. He is building a company called OAG Analytics. He's an entrepreneur, data scientist, and engineer passionate about energy efficiency and democratizing AI. From boardrooms to oil fields to data centers, Luther has been transforming data from a cost to an asset for over 20 years. In 2013, he founded the company to build a cloud platform that makes AI easy and scalable for the oil and gas industry. Luther, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, how are you? I, I am well. Okay, so everyone says they're an AI company. Uh, everyone says, <laughs> that's great. Everyone says they're an AI company, but the, the question is, are you actually kind of an AI company? Explain to us what the technology does. So Nathan, I founded this business in 2013 uh, to uh, with an initial vision to democratize AI and machine learning for upstream oil and gas, uh, specifically helping with planning functions. Uh, this year, we pivoted from self-service tools mm-hmm. to create AI and machine lear- using machine learning to a much sharper focus on solutions built with machine learning and AI. Specifically, we're helping U.S. independent operators, primarily in the Permian, um, but we are working virtually every major basin in North America, and we're helping them improve the predictability of tightly spaced unconventional uh, oil and gas wells. We also have subsurface capabilities, uh, which we're working with a bunch of companies on, and those are very complementary as it relates to planning functions. Uh, Our companies does still sell the software to also manage the data science workflow, Mm -hmm. but that is no longer uh, our primary offering. Okay, so just just to be clear though, is it, so would you say you're more of a consulting company today or do you still have a strong SaaS revenue stream, recurring revenue stream? This is even more, this helped us get even stronger with our focus on the SaaS revenue stream. Okay, so just to be clear, over the past 12 months, if you take the total pie of your total revenue, what percent would you say is pure kind of SaaS revenue versus consulting you're doing? So we're about 60-40 SaaS to consulting today. The goal now over the next 12 months is to refine that to over 80% SaaS 
less than 20% consulting. Okay. And when are you engaging with these folks? Is this when people are still speculating on how much oil is under the ground there? Or is it after they've drilled the first drill, the first hole, they've already found it and they're, they're trying to optimize basically what they extract? So our technology, Nathan, uh, is additive in both contexts. So both on the A and D side, searching for the next asset, as well as then planning whether it's the first well or the thousandth well, how do we get the best economics, not only out of that individual well, but out of the uh, drilling unit holistically in which those wells are drilled? Okay. And give me some context here. So I know nothing about oil and drilling. I imagine a lot of my audience probably doesn't unless they're from Houston or Dallas or Austin, one of these places. Um, what are people paying for this, right? So if they want to use your technology for a year and all the drilling they're doing, what are they going to pay you on average? So our, uh, we, we do, we have a consulting rate that's, you know, fixed fee, very straightforward, $2,000 day rate. Okay. Uh, we invest with customers in our pilots. Uh, so a typical eight-week pilot, we're only charging 50K for. Okay. And to be very clear, you know, the team that's required to execute those, we are very much investing with the customers to prove the technology in their uh, among their teams. Uh, our annual subscriptions then start at about 225. 225,000? 225,000 annually and range between 225 and, uh, and about 750, uh, depending on the scope of the uh the engagement okay would you say that the the kind of sweet spot average for you per engagement is closer to the call it three hundred thousand dollar a year mark or more like 700 grand a year it's closer to the three hundred thousand for the current market nathan yep all right now are you generally i like to kind of see patterns over time are you generally moving up market or trying to open your top of funnel move down market more get more customers so we are it's actually both um come on luther you can't do both well we're trying, Nathan. <laughs> um, we are focused on increasing market share among the 20 largest U.S. independent oil companies. Those are the companies that have done enough drilling to have sufficient data to take best advantage of this technology today. They also have enough activity to be able to test and prove the technology uh, operationally, right? The only thing we can prove in a pilot is that we can improve predictability in the historical program got to require, got to deploy quite a bit of capital um you know median well cost today is about 8.4 million dollars uh, per well okay um to uh you know you've actually got to drill wells and use the inputs to uh to actually prove it in the field the bigger companies are better positioned to do that today uh historically that's, that's 8.4 million average like before any dollars of revenue are generated Correct. Well. And, yeah. and that that's just drilling and completion costs, Nathan. The cost to acquire the land to actually drill those wells in or to lease the land that those wells are drilled in uh, can be hundreds of millions to billions of dollars before a single, uh, before the first call it eight and a half million dollar well. Goes so a $300,000 contract with you is a rounding error for these folks in the grand scheme of their P&L. Well, you know, Nathan, I was brand new to the industry six years ago, and uh, that was my impression too. Um, most of the oil companies, you know, of these bigger companies especially, they'll have operating budgets of over a billion dollars a year. Um, most of them, they'll think about software, even software that directly contributes to, enhances the way that billion dollars is deployed, mm -hmm. they categorize uh, as G&A. And everybody's super sensitive to GNA, um, well, in most, just about any well-run business, but especially kind of where we are with oil prices. Yep. 
where they're not really high, they're not really low, they're kind of right in the middle, every penny counts. Yep. Okay, this makes good sense. Now, you founded the company in 2013. How many customers are you working with now today? So we have worked with over 30 companies uh, in through our history, and uh, we are actively engaged with um, about five companies right now yep. uh, with uh, a bunch of very exciting conversations uh, going on with some others. How do you plan, right? So if you take five active customers at your $300,000 a year price point or about $20,000 a month, that puts you right now at about a hundred grand a month just on the, on this, the active SaaS stream of things. You do consulting on top of that. Are those numbers basically accurate? It's ballpark. Okay. If you go back a year from today, where were you on just the pure play SaaS side? Were you still at about a hundred grand a month or were you, would you have you grown nicely? So the business, so we were smaller. We have had growth through this year. Um, but Nathan, one of the things that we found coming into Q1 of this year, we had a few companies that were doing great with our software and a few new companies that we just signed up. And those new ones that we signed up in the earlier this year, that they were smaller, um, couple aspects of them. Um, they just, they, they didn't move forward. Mm -hmm. uh, it just wasn't the right fit, which not only prompted us to reconsider our sales strategy, shift this focus from, uh, not only shift the focus to the sales strategy, Nathan, in terms of the size companies we were working with and the specific geographies and basins we were working with, um, but also to rethink this business model and really catalyze that pivot, again, from where we started as self-service software to use machine learning to build AI to a company that's really selling solutions. So off the shelf software to improve the predictability of the tightly spaced wells. So Luther is, is all this code for you've kind of pivoted a bunch over the past year and yeah. you're basically flat, you're flat year over year. Um, so we're, we're still, we did pivot. It's okay. By the way, there's still, nothing wrong with being flat. I'm just, I'm just being honest, giving you the best numbers I have, Nathan. So yeah. we did pivot. Um, we did not, um, have the growth that we expected uh, as a result of that. Regardless, we are still up and uh, we've got about six weeks of selling left to do before Christmas. Now, is this usually a good six weeks for you? Do you see seasonality towards the end of the year or no? It is. Oil and gas, upstream oil and gas tends to purchase software in Q4, in Q1, little bit in Q2 and very little in Q3. Okay, got it. So you kind of just are getting through kind of the typical week period in your industry and you know you should see some strength over the next six months. Yeah, and we use Q3. We did several marketing events, several conferences um, to help inform the kind of latter half of this pivot, uh, which helped us really bring it home and uh, the customer resonance, the market resonance uh, around these more specific solutions off the shelf. Uh, has been very well received so yep. far. So what do you think uh, this year ends, you can call it in six, you know, ish, well, well, three months or so, right? So what do you think you'll finish this year at total revenue, all your revenue streams combined? You know, Nathan, we, uh, we're chasing five deals really hard and <laughs> we, we get, we get zero of those. It's a very different year than if we get all five. If you, if you get zero, what's, I mean, we break a million this year without, oh, yeah. without any of those five. Yeah. We had a hundred percent renewals this year. Um, so we were over a million just on renewals that, uh, that we carried in. Yep. Um, plus we've signed up some additional customers. Uh, so we are growing this year. Um, what does that mean though? When you say hundred percent renewal, so you said you have five active customers, right? So how many of those were already with you last year that you renewed two or three? Exactly. Okay. Got it. And then you an added two or three others at 300 to 500,000 ish, you know, annual contract deals. Yep. 
Yeah, I, that's, I see. Uh, that's ballpark. Okay. Now, have you done this Lutherall bootstrapped or have you raised capital? We have raised some capital. Um, the Rice Investment Group, uh, who was our largest investor coming into 2019, led our Series A with a $3.5 million financing that we closed at the end of March. Okay. Um, that was the primary revenue that we are primary funds that we used uh, to support our pivot. So total total funding to date is what, 3.5 million? Nope, uh, total funding to date is a little over six. Okay, a little over six. And when you're going out kind of getting the valuation on this thing, do they look you like an agency, like in consulting business, or were you able to get kind of the SaaS valuation multiples, five, six, seven X on top line? SaaS multiples, and uh, we are very much a SaaS business. You know, we've used consulting to learn from the market and to position and do our, and develop our products. Um, but we are very, this business was created as a SaaS business and, uh, that is the model we're executing. What's your team size today? How many folks? Uh, total team is about 32. All that's, in. A lot, that's a lot of people, Luther. It, it very much is. And it's a lot of different skill sets to bring this whole solution together. How many um, of them are engineers? So of our 20 full-time employees, 18 of us are scientists and engineers. Okay. Actually um, writing, actually writing code. Writing code, doing data science. I, I do count myself in there. I'm not writing as much code, Nathan. Would your uh, developers call you a developer? Do you get that street cred or do they joke with you and say, Luther, come on, you can talk our language, but you're not a real developer. No, it, it is, it's the latter. We, we talk very, <laughs> we're very open about founder code versus, <laughs> you know, real like engineering code. Um, I, I'm a great prototyper. Uh, to complement that, I have hired tremendous product engineers. Uh, some of whom I've worked with as much as 17 years, uh, you know, since we were in our early 20s. Okay, so so call it 18 of you guys are in the kind of that space. Do you have any quota carrying sales reps? We do. Okay, how many? One or two? We, we have one. one. Uh, he joined us in September and is off to a great start. How do you think about, you know, you raise capital, you're going to get asked questions in those VC meetings, like, you know, how much do you pay to get a new customer and things like this, but you, you, because your contract values are so big, it's not like you have hundreds of customers of cohort data you can look at, right? So to get a new $300,000 per year account, do you know what your, you know, your cost is on that? Will you spend 300 grand to get a $300,000 year account? No, no, our, our cost of sale isn't anywhere near that high, Nathan. And what, one of the things that we further refine through our pivot was very efficiently uh, getting either a yes or a no in less than 90 days and, an on, in an, and on an increasing basis, excuse me, um, we're getting more yeses and nos in as little as 30 days, which is huge progress for us toward the predictable revenue, uh, which then we know how to scale. So when you add in the commission to that sales rep, plus conference spend, plus any Facebook ads, anything like that that you do, what would you say your fully weighted cost is for a $300,000 year contract? Our total cost of sales and marketing combined is less than uh, less than twenty percent of of that revenue. Got it. So you, that'd be about seventy thousand dollars on a three hundred thousand dollar year kind of contract. Uh even a little less than that. Okay, fair enough. And most of that is going again to that sales, the commission, the travel, the any ads, conferences, things like that. Yep. So by far, our highest costs are payroll. Yeah. So the yeah. scientists, engineers, data scientists, geologists, geophysicists, petroleum engineers, petrophysicists, mathematicians, and software engineers, that's the majority of uh, the costs. Yep. In addition to that, 
you know, commissions, travel and whatnot, um, you know, net, net out somewhere in the, it's actually, it's less than 50 K per customer, um, is, uh, is, is our current rate and forecast going forward. That's great. Now you raised capital. So I assume you're now burning capital to drive growth. Otherwise you wouldn't have taken the dilution to raise capital in the first place. Right? So what, what, what kind of burn monthly are you comfortable with sleeping at at night? Are you comfortable burning 200 grand a month or a million a month or what's the number? Um, I have never had the opportunity. I, I'd be very uncomfortable if we were burning a million a month. Um, that, uh, that, that would be a very short runway. Yeah. Um, I'm really more focused on runway relative to timing of getting this business on to kind of hockey stick revenue growth ramp. So what is that for you? I mean, are you maximizing for six months of runway in the bank, 12, 18 months? So with 12, I don't lose a night of sleep. <laughs> I haven't had 18 yet, Nathan. Um, we're, we're well over six months right now. For me, I'm sleeping fine, um, but we are going to be raising more capital in, uh, in 2020. And how much do you think you'll raise when you go on 2020? So our 2.5 million, which will complete a $6 million series A that we bifurcated. We did the 3.5 with rice earlier this year. We're going to complete the other half of that, roughly other half of that um, in the first half of 2020. Why is rice okay with that? They gave you money earlier and you're going to let another 2.5 million come on the same term sheet, but the risk is lower because you've been in business for 12 months longer. How how do you get rice comfortable with letting you roll the term sheet? We, good question. Uh, We're actually discussing that in our board meeting on Thursday. (laughs) Um, Conceptually, uh, we are... We're going to be going back out to the market, Nathan. Uh, this is Series A two. Yeah. Um, not necessarily uh, going to be on the same terms that. Uh, Got it. The first try. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, if you're managing for what you quote well north of six months of runway in the bank, if you just raised three point five million, uh, call it a couple months ago, <laughs> divided by twelve months of runway, that puts you at like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in burn. If you were actually at exactly twelve months of runway, is it accurate? Are you burning about two hundred thousand dollars a month right now as you drive growth? You know, it's varied a little bit. Um, I this is my first startup. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've grown the team in some areas this year. Uh, I've also working with the management team. We've cut over a half a million dollars of GNA. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is just get getting best, getting better. Getting but why why is that? I mean, are you trying to get like under a certain amount of net burn per month? I, I'm trying to. We are maximizing for customer delight which is a direct proxy in my experience for shareholder value creation. Mm-hmm. Luther, these are very, these are, you're, you're very well trained in this. When push comes to shove though, you're an entrepreneur, you've got payroll, you have to balance this stuff, you're raising capital, like this is the game we all play. It's not an easy game, but we also get the upside if it works well. So uh, I guess we'll just kind of leave the burn question at that, right? Which is you, you like to be between six and 12 months, you're not losing sleep right now, you feel good. Yep, the, the business is properly capitalized and, uh, and it's funding accelerated innovation. What do you feel like you will, you know, total revenue growth year over year? What do you feel like you'll grow at uh, as you close out this year from 2018? So 2018 was three X growth over 2017. We went to market in 17. Um, 2019, again, depending upon how this year finishes, uh, is going to be anywhere from from sw- some growth to, to potentially quite a bit. What's some though? Are we talking like two um, x, one x, one hundred and fifty percent? Yeah, in that ballpark, it, it'll be less than two x. If things go great this year, we may hit a, somewhere in the neighborhood of two x. Okay. Uh, but again, you know, the pivot was really 
optimizing for future revenue. What, what will you definitely be above? I mean, if you close no extra deals the rest of this year, I mean, will you be above 50% year over year growth? So that'd be yes. going, that'd be going from like a million last year to 1.5 million this year. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, so something right in that ballpark. Yeah. Nathan. Fair enough. All right, Luther, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, I'm sorry, it's, uh, or if you don't have one, you don't have to answer. You can just say, I don't, you know, you're not reading one right now. Getting to yes. Getting. Okay, good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, you know, I have a few mentors, uh, who've been CEOs of multiple businesses. Pick one. Uh, including uh gordon brooks um gordon brooks is my ceo mentor very good number three what's your favorite online tool for building your company uh, google google okay good answer number uh, four how many <laughs> hours of sleeping every night seven okay and what's your situation married single kiddos married dog is one kids <laughs> uh you're a couple years out all right well, so we'll call it a half a half kid there and how old are you luther 42. 42. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, God, so many things. I don't even know where to begin. Um, don't, I, I regret letting people talk me out of starting my first business. Uh, so wish the 20-year-old self knew to just go for it and ignore, uh, ignore the naysayers sooner. Guys, OAG Analytics, AI for oil and gas. They've got about five customers paying anywhere between $300 up to $700,000 per year. Also have 40% of their company is consulting, 60% SaaS, but moving towards more pure play SaaS and just uh, consulting as a, in a support role. Founded the company in 2013, raised about $3.5 million to date. Uh, looking to close out actually an additional capital on top of that, getting up to about $6 million raised. Team of 20 full-time today, 32 full-time plus contract labor, 18 data scientists and engineers, one full-time sales rep, 100% renewals year over year. So healthy economics in the base. The question now is, can they add more than five customers as they look to scale year over year, growing 50% north of 50% year over year right now? Luther, thanks for taking us to the top. Brilliant summary, Nathan. Thanks so much.